What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. This is the best of the Schmidt Show podcast. Don't miss First News with Toby Howell and Rebecca Davis. Weekday mornings at 6 on News Radio 1029 KARN. Welcome once again to the Schmidt Show. I am your host, Brad Schmidt. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. 501 403 KARN. 501 403 5276 is the phone number. If you want to be a part of the discussion as we kick off the hour, I want to remind you that you can win $5,000 to spend on your mom for Mother's Day. All you got to do is go to our website, newsradio1029.com, and in the middle of the page there, the main page, you click on the link that says uh, Mother's Day Giveaway and enter to win a $5,000 prize, $5,000 to spend on your mom for Mother's Day. So uh, don't forget about that. Uh, pretty uh make for a pretty great mother's day if you could spend five grand on her i I think my wife would uh would probably flip out so make sure uh make sure you you head over to our website and uh and enter into that 501-403-KRN 501-403-5276 speaking of mothers um jill biden joe biden's wife hunter biden's mom um she's probably watching this case pretty closely um what do you what do you want to bet that uh, Hunter Biden's going to be getting Jill a a, a five thousand dollar gift or or better? Uh, it's probably pretty high, uh, as long as he doesn't end up in jail, as long as he doesn't end up being charged with a crime or rolling over on his family and destroying the legacy of of Joe Biden and the rest of them. Uh, what's your thoughts on this in this whole situation? Let's you know we've we've all been doing a little bit of speculating as to what the possible outcomes are, but. Let's put it this way. What do you think should happen? What do you what do you believe would be justice served in this situation? Let's just say because we don't know, right? I mean there, there still is the possibility that he is genuinely innocent and the FBI could, you know, compile the evidence and put it out there and say, "Look, here it is. We we did the investigation, unbiased, fair investigation." He's legitimately not guilty. Here's all the evidence that we have. Here's all the proof that says he's innocent. All of that. What do you think should happen in this situation? What what would be justice served in your mind? Let's go the other direction. What if he is found guilty? What if they, or or I shouldn't say found guilty. What if he is uh, charged with a crime? The, The FBI says, look, here's all the evidence. It's clear that he committed a crime. All the information on his laptop, all we know about his his banking reports, all of the s uh, what do they call them SARs from the banking industry, suspicious activity reports, all of that. I mean, and and we think he's guilty, and we're charging him with a crime. What do you think should be the the punishment? I mean, what would be an appropriate punishment for gun crimes, tax evasion, whatever's going on in this? Um, as the president's son, do you think he should be pardoned? 
Right? I mean, because there is a part of this, and I'm certainly not going to defend Hunter Biden, but there is a part of this that, you know, this is the son of the U.S. president. And him going to jail is probably not a whole lot different than Donald Trump going to jail as far as it relates to Secret Service, uh, protection detail. Does, I mean, if he is up in jail, does, does the Secret Service, uh, I mean, do they allow that? I, I don't even know what that would look like. I can't even begin to fathom what that would, would entail. I mean, did the Secret Service go with him or to protect him in the, in the yard at the prison? You know, they wouldn't be able to take their guns in there because that would be a security issue. So how could they actually protect him if he's in the, in the, the prison? Right. I mean, there's a there are a few things that would need to be considered that could make it a legitimately correct choice to pardon him, to keep him out of prison or to punish him creatively. You know, not any prison time, but hey, here's a here's a 10 million dollar fine restitution to the American people or I mean, it, it, I don't think it's quite as easy to just say throw him, you know, lock him up and throw away the key, right? I mean, I don't think it's quite that simple. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. And uh, what a what a what a time we live in, right? Let's go to Don in West Little Rock. Don, you're on the Schmidt Show. Go ahead. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but uh, with this FBI, he'll be charged with certain crimes. He'll plead out, um, serve no time, and it'll all be swept away, and therefore uh, the big guy will walk clean. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's this FBI, that's what will happen. Yeah, I we think you're probably right. I, I, that was kind of my initial reaction was, you know, they'll they'll either come up with some sort of like they did with Hillary. Well, you know, he didn't mean to. And and so we're you know, we we're not going to charge him because it was, you know, it was an accident. And he you know, he just he just didn't pay his taxes. Right. So we re, we referred it to the IRS and and they did it a, an assessment and they believe he owes, you know, three million dollars or whatever. And so he's just going to pay the, the back taxes and and nothing to see here. Move along. Or if. Even if it does get to Merrick Garland where he's charged, like, oh, yeah, he did commit a crime. We're going to charge him with some minor misdemeanor, $5,000 fine, and, you know, two hours of community service. He'll have to record a, a video about, you know, don't do drugs because drugs are bad kind of thing. And that'll be it. And it'll be swept under the rug and, and ignored. But, yeah, no, I, I think you're probably right. I would love to see him roll over, though, on his family. I'd love to see him burn the whole thing down. That would be fantastic. That would that would only happen if he was facing a serious prosecution. Yeah, you know, but but he's not. Right. You yeah, know, you I mean, and I both know he's not. <laughs> you know, we're not like a, a banana republic like Italy that can't keep a government together that seriously goes after corrupt officials. Right. You know, if you're corrupt, if you're a corrupt politician in Italy, they put you in jail. Yes. So, very very quickly. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I I appreciate the call. 501-403-KRN. Philip and Conway, you're on the Schmidt Show. What do you think? How how would you handle this? You're you're the the attorney general or or the the DOJ. What do you do? I would treat him like an everyday citizen. I would take no regard for who his son, who he is, who his father is, 
anything like that. Um, he should be judged like every other citizen, but that's the ideal. Right. Uh, in reality, um, there's two standards of justice, and um, anybody working in D.C. generally, unless you're Trump, uh, or you're related to them somehow, they'll find a way to either have the charges the charges go away or not be charged, and they'll just go on while everybody else. If I were to do something or you to do something like he did, uh, we would never see freedom. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting, Philip. But you, you bring up a, a, an interesting thought there too. That you know, if it were me, this is what I would do, and and I, I would like to think that I would do the same thing. But you got to kind of wonder. I mean, you got to wonder if Merrick Garland is looking at this and going, you know, I've seen enough people around the Clintons kind of disappear in some sort of tragic accident. I'm just not willing to put my family at that risk, and I don't really care what's right or wrong. I'm just going to protect myself and not get involved. I mean, that's a, a genuine, real possibility, right? Yeah, and then I would call on him, or you or I should resign then. Yeah. If you can't fulfill the office or the duty that you swore, you know, your right hand to defend the Constitution, then you should resign so that someone who has the courage to do so would do so. you got to wonder, though, would anybody have that kind of courage under that kind of stress? I I don't know. I'd like to think I would, and and, and I I believe I would, but, you know, i I got to wonder about even myself, you know, so. Well, uh, Philip, I appreciate the call. Good, uh, good insight. 501-403-KARN, 501-403-5276. We'll continue in just a moment. We'll talk to Tom and Sheridan and get more of your text messages as well. You're listening to the Best of the Schmidt Show podcast. Welcome back. It's News Radio 1029 KARN. I'm your host, Brad Schmidt. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. 501 403 KARN, 501 403 If you want to, uh, to join the conversation, be a part of the discussion, Tom in Sheridan has done that. Tom, you're on the Schmidt Show. What's on your mind? Well, Brad, just a few quick comments. If uh, Hunter Biden uh, pleads guilty, I sincerely don't think he'll get any serious pen time. But if he does and gets incarcerated, that gives him a good argument to reduce his child support substantially because mm. he's not earning any more money. Right. Uh, but I don't think that, that that's going to occur. Second, if he is to get some kind of a large fine or uh, restitution or payment, will they make him disclose all of his assets and his income? Which would that begin public knowledge? Don't know about that one. Yeah, but yeah, and I don't know how that would is, work either. Yeah, can you require him to do that so that you can determine what his fines are going to be, and and is it discoverable in the sense that the public becomes knowledgeable about it, or is it within yeah, is the it, confines of that court? Yeah, is it is it uh, subject to open records requests and things like that? Yeah. yeah, I'm not so sure it yeah. is. I, w- it, I wouldn't think so in a in, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, you would think that the actual fine would probably be subject to a, a FOIA request, but I, I don't know that his personal financials would be subject to FOIA requests because that would be considered private so. information. It would be used to so they can figure out what would be a, a reasonable fine and a reasonable period of time in which he could pay it off. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
it sure does raise interesting questions about him if he does get let's say he owes the IRS three million dollars like the previous speaker or, or one million right and he now goes in front of the judge here in Arkansas and says judge I have a new debt right. I owe a million dollars and if I don't pay it I could be locked up so that debt takes precedent so my child support needs to be lowered because of that right yeah, good point. Good point. Interesting thoughts, Tom. I appreciate the call. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. Marco in North Little Rock. Marco, what's on your mind? What do you think is going to happen with all this? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this camo. Um, my opinion, I just think that he just ought to pay a, a, a common man's amount. Um I don't think he should pay an outrageous amount in child support. I don't know if you recall uh, the gentleman by the name of Corliss Williams. Um, he had a, a young lady, man, that was trying to hit him for a high amount in child support. I think it was like five five thousand dollars Well, the judge knocked it down to like a really low amount. Um, I mean, this guy, he's no Razorback, but uh, when, you know, uh, the recipients get high amounts of child support, and whoever they're dating, man, uh, shoot it. They may be like, hey, you know what? Um, let's spend some money on a case of bush lights. Right. But um, well, uh, and you bring up a you bring ahead. up a good point there, Marco, with with that because as I understand it, the the current amount is what's been reported is she's getting twenty thousand dollars a month in child support from Hunter Biden now. That's a lot of money. This little girl is four years old, and so let's just say that she's never received a penny, but for the next you know, 14 years that, that she is uh, entitled to this $20,000 a month, um, you're talking 168 months. That's $3,360,000 um, that this right. little girl will be receiving. Um, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's a lot of money, but you got to understand this, man. That's a lot of Arkansas state government on him. And child support was designed long time ago when, when women were not working and there was under right. this old, right. old, old system. But now women are making as much more than men, men are, and they're able-bodied workers. But uh, to arrest a man, that's not going to do any good because. He's got to pay the government back, and all he needs to do is just uh, pay yeah. uh, a fair amount, uh, just like every other, you know, child support pay pay, um, and um, don't put him in jail. Just let him let him work. And uh, when he has his daughter, and he you know goes to see um, President Joe Biden, you know he could spend some some money. On her, maybe some real nice dresses from Dillers or Macy's. Or <laughs> yeah, but you, no. you, you do yeah. bring you do bring up a very good point, Marco. That that is you know is twenty thousand dollars is that an exorbitant amount of child support? I think most people would say, yeah, that's a little bit over the top. So, Marco, I appreciate the call. I'm up against the break. We'll continue in just a few moments. It's News Radio one zero two nine KRN. Nope. No, I was going to go to break because we had to do traffic. We don't have to do traffic. I don't know what I'm doing. I looked up the clock and I saw the number six and thought, uh-oh, traffic's coming. And uh, so we're not going to break. <laughs> Sorry, Marco, I hung up on you for no reason. <laughs> uh, let's get a couple of uh, let's get a couple text messages in here. Uh, one texter says public execution would be an appropriate crime. Mm. I, th- I think that's maybe a little bit, a uh, little bit much. Another one says needs to be hung in the street. 
Again, maybe a little bit, a uh, little bit too harsh there. Uh, this text is a, is a good one too. It says, "I have zero faith in our courts. The only thing that makes any difference to being charged or not is your political connection. Even if he was charged, the case would be tried in front of a lib judge with a lib jury. At some point, the talk about doing something has to end, and real action needs to take place. Let's not start." Let's start by not compromising with the Democrats on anything. I'm afraid in the end I will be fighting for my country within my, co- within my country. Pray, pray we find people with the spirit to stand against this satanic tide before it comes to that. That's a, I mean, that's a really, really poignant point, right? For the most part, if you've got the right connections or the right amount of money— you can get away with quite a bit. Now, there are a few stories where even the rich guy gets, uh, you know, dealt the, the hand, right? What was this Murdoch guy that killed his family? You know, he went to jail for forever, basically. Um, there, is, there is definitely, um, there's definitely something to be said, though for having the right connections. And, and I think that's why most people look at this and go, yeah, the chances of, of Hunter Biden actually facing any sort of, of real consequences for this are, are pretty low. Now, again, if he is determined to be innocent and they have the evidence that proves he's innocent and they say, look, there's just nothing here that we can charge him with. And here's why. Here's the legal precedent. Here's the statutory codes. Here's all of the the evidence that we have. And here's why we're not charging him. Well, I mean, if that's the case, okay, I I can live with that. Because I don't want to send an innocent man to prison. I don't want to send an innocent man to jail. Um, But does the other part of it is, does anybody really think that this guy's innocent? Does anybody really think that Hunter Biden is not? guilty of at least some crime? I mean, the fact that he is a prohibited person, carrying a gun, is photographed, holding a weapon, right? We know that this guy has been involved in all kinds of drug activity. Um, the, the, the tax evasion stuff is pretty clear from the evidence on the laptop. Um, this, is, uh, this is an interesting one, to say the least. We'll continue. In a few moments, we'll talk with Mike and Floyd next on KR. You're listening to the best of the Schmidt Show podcast. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. You're listening to the best of the Schmidt Show podcast. 
Welcome back. Once again to the Schmidt Show, I am your host, Brad Schmidt. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. Mike in Floyd. Mike, you're on the Schmidt Show. What's on your mind? I just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the previous caller and what he was saying about, you know, how it should be a, a regular working man's wage. And I, and I pretty much agree to that. It's just that there's a couple of things. One, you know, Joe and, and the whole family don't even they don't even acknowledge this young young girl. Right. Or her mother. And that kind of ticks me off because, look, it happened. And two, what keeps popping into my head is what Joe and all the Democrats always say. And Brad, what do they say? They need to pay their fair share. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. As soon as I heard the, the previous caller say that, I'm like, oh, no, no, that's just, you know. Yeah. So once again, it's just hypocritical from from the left, and that's yeah. what we're talking Well, and in, in, in his defense, I will say this, that the, the you know, the oftentimes child support that is, you know, it's supposed to be to support the child, and oftentimes the child support turns into baby mama support more than child support. And, and I understand that. Yeah. Now, and I don't think that, like I said, it, it seems from all the things that I've read about this woman and her family in that area, and there's a few people that have texted in and like, hey, look, I know the family in that area. For all I can tell she seems like a pretty decent human being, and this doesn't necessarily seem to be right. about uh, her being a gold digger. It seems more she's just trying to make people aware that, look, this is the son of the president. He's been ordered to pay this, and now he's trying to skirt his responsibility and get out of it. Yeah. And, you know, if it is 20 grand a month, maybe it, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, she better get every bit of it she can because if the right thing happens and he goes to jail, you know, yeah, she she may it. not get any more. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. Good point. Mike, appreciate the call as always. Let's go to uh, Luis in North Little Rock. You're on the Schmidt Show. Go ahead. Thank you, Brett. Well, Brett, uh, this thing about Hunter Biden, it's a real uh, cliffhanger. I'm wondering, could I uh, could I give you some more uh, cliffhangers? Sure, go for it. Okay. Will they get Trump, Hunter, Hillary, FBI, CIA, DOJ, various other departments, and the big prize, Joe Biden. Also, the origin of the Chinese coronavirus, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the loss of many of our allies. And will climate change get us, or will World War III get us? Mm. Yeah, are we going to die from nuclear winter, or are we going to—yeah, it's a good point. And now, as far as uh, uh, as far as um, uh, Hunter Biden is concerned, the idea is that if they get Hunter Biden, the cards will start falling, and they may lead to the 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 the, the falling of uh, Joe Biden. Mm. So you you think that maybe this this whole situation that that uh, the other caller brought up that you know what if he rolls over on his on his family do you think he might do that I think he would yeah well, I, I, I think I think he yeah yeah I have a tendency yeah, I, to believe I, you I, Luis because I, 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 I think and I think Biden see I think Biden is scared of that. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and 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 I think look, I, I think the 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 point that he's a man of low morals and low scruples, it would not surprise me if he decides to roll over on his family and expose the whole thing. Here's the other thing: 
it, would anybody be surprised if tomorrow uh, they say, hey, we're announcing a, a charging decision next Monday, and over the weekend Hunter Biden decides to, uh, to uh, take his own life? Hunter Biden? Yeah. No, you, I don't think he's. I don't, you think he's too think egotistical for that? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I just don't think. I don't think. I don't think he's got the gumption. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. I think somebody else could could force him into committing suicide if you get my drift. Oh, doubt. That yeah. Is, that is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Luis. I appreciate the call. Have a good one, man. Five zero one four zero three K R N five zero one four zero three. 5276. Uh, Texas says, I'm not so worried about Hunter. I'm more curious about what happens to the countries or people he's made deals with him. Uh, well, right. I mean, that's the other thing, right? What do we, what, what do we do about all of this? When, if we do find out through this investigation that he's been laundering money, taking bribes from Chinese spies, you know, his dad's compromised in, in intelligence and things like that. And we end up finding out that, you know, that high level members of the U S government are uh, engaged in treasonous acts. What do we do about that? Right. I mean, what happens if we got to take out half of the the U.S. Senate or, you know, the top levels of the cabinet that are taking these payoffs? Because if Hunter decides I'm just going to roll over on a bunch of people, what do we do if we find out that, you know, five or 10 or 15 senators are involved, various cabinet members are involved and all of that? I mean, this could be a genuinely um, life altering world changing kind of situation. So I don't think that's going to happen. But again, at this point, nothing would surprise me if tomorrow Joe Biden got on TV and said, look, we've been invaded by Mars. The aliens have been here for 50 years and I'm actually a lizard person and the earth really is flat. And there's cave dwellers that live inside the hollow earth all at the same time, I would go, mm, yeah, probably. Doesn't surprise me. Nothing would surprise me at this point. So uh, let's get a couple of phone calls in here. Let's go to Robert in Benton first. Robert, you're on the Schmidt Show. Go ahead. Hey, uh, well, let me float this by you. Okay. Um, I, have, I have a friend of mine who kind of brought this up. What if Joe Biden starts a war, World War Three? Does he get to stay in office if Trump gets elected? Uh. Well, so potentially, I mean, there's always the possibility of declaring martial law, which would would um, would cause a suspension of of elections and things like that. But um, I, I I can't see that actually taking place. I can't see that actually happening. I mean, it would it would have to be nuclear weapons deployed on american soil you know they nuked chicago new york la and miami i mean it would be it would be world ending kind of catastrophe that it would take to for something like that to take place i, I can't imagine that that would actually happen you don't think that he would start a war just to say in office well, I mean, he might, but I don't think it would work because, like I said, I mean, it would it would have to be almost collusion with Russia. Say, hey, we're going to we're going to leave our defenses down. We're going to let you nuke, you know, five major cities in the United States so I can declare martial law to stay in office. So I, I just I mean, it's I, it's just so far fetched. I can't believe that that would be a real possibility. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was, so, I was just wondering what you thought about that. All right, I appreciate the call. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. One more real quick call before we take a break. Jay in Little Rock, you're on the Schmidt Show. Go ahead. Well, Brad, the truth is uh, the truth is stranger than fiction. Um, here's the deal. Um, none of this talk is just means anything. It's like the daily chime-in of everything because – no one's going to roll over on anybody. You mention one word, and it's Comey, and it's all over. Comey and just, this, these people are – there's no investigation. It's all political theater. Yeah, it's all and smoke and mirrors. Out, take out the word Martian and insert the word China. Right. Everything you said was true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jay, I appreciate the call. As always, 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. One texter says, Chicago, New York, L.A., I don't see a problem. <laughs> that seems a little harsh. We'll continue in just a few moments. It's News Radio 1029-KRN. You're listening to the best of the Schmidt Show podcast. Welcome back to the Schmidt Show here on News Radio 1029-KRN. I'm your host, Brad Schmidt. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. One texter says, I think uh, I was thinking his dad would help him fake his death. That wouldn't uh, be outside of the... Like, again, at this point, nothing would surprise me. I mean, if, if they came out tomorrow with a press conference, joint press conference with NASA, and said, hey, we developed faster-than-light travel about 50 years ago, and we've been traveling back and forth from Alpha Centauri on a weekly basis, and the aliens have finally uh, defeated us and are forcing us into uh, some sort of, of slave agreement, and we're all going to be transported to Alpha Centauri to work as slaves on an alien planet— I'd be like, man, sure, that's probably true. Makes sense. You know, checks out. Seems legit. I wouldn't be surprised at all at this point. Uh, Gerald in Little Rock. Gerald, you're on the Schmidt Show. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Brad, I was just wondering if uh, if Hunter turned on uh, James and, jo- and Joe, how long it would be before they found him? Like, like you just mentioned, go dead because he committed suicide. Yeah, and, and suicide in quotes, right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Jeffrey Epstein did. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Vince, uh, uh, Foster. Oh, yeah, Vince Foster and several others, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it does It does begin to raise that question. Now, I mean, and then the, the next part is, is Joe Biden so evil that he would even consider, you know, suiciding his own son? Yeah, it's a good I question. Yeah. Gerald, I appreciate the call. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. Dave in Hot Springs, you're up next. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, uh, I, I just got to say one thing. I don't think that this is going to uh, be flushed under the rug because it's way, way, way too much out in the open. Mm. I mean, you all the, all the TV, uh, well, Fox anyway. Uh, every single uh, talk show or a, a person that, that's on Fox is talking about it in the morning. It's on for three hours uh, with Steve Ducey and Kilmeade and, and yeah. uh, the lady. Uh, it's way, way, way too much out in the open. And something, something has to come down on this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like like your guys are saying, uh, 
you know that uh, the one guy that uh, uh, said that Hillary, way back when she was running for president, uh, he uh, he said that he he left the DNC and he said everything is too corrupt over there, and he went to a bar about a block from his house or so, and he ended up dead on the sidewalk, and they said it was a uh, yeah, was they, it they Seth, him. Seth he Rich? He had all his jewelry and money on him. Yeah, are you talking about Seth Rich? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yep. I mean, anything could happen. Anything. Yeah, no, I'd, and like I say, at this point, nothing would surprise me either. So uh, appreciate the call, Dave. 501-403-KRN, 501-403-5276. The latest report just announced uh, or, or just reported on, uh, looks like, what, about an hour ago um, from uh, Newsmax. It says House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, Republican from Kentucky, uh, Wednesday issued a subpoena demanding that the FBI produce an unclassified record that alleges a criminal scheme between President Joe Biden dating back to when he was the vice president and a foreign national. The subpoena was issued following legally protected disclosures of the office or to the office of Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa the ranking member of the Senate Budget Committee and a whistleblower advocate. A statement posted on the Oversight Committee's website said uh, the document was described as a as an FD-1023 form generated by the FDI, FBI that, quote, allegedly details an arrangement involving an exchange of money for policy decisions. Comer said that the information provided by a whistleblower raises concerns that then-Vice President allegedly engaged in a bribery scheme with a foreign national. Um, We believe, uh, this is Grassley, said, quote, We believe the FBI possesses an unclassified internal document that includes very serious and detailed allegations implicating the current President of the United States. What we don't know is what, if anything, the FBI has done to verify these claims or investigate further. The FBI's recent history of botching politically charged investigations demands closer or close congressional oversight. Wednesday's subpoena requires the FBI to produce in an unredacted forms all FD-1023s containing the word Biden, along with all accompanying attachments and documents. The American people need to know, Comer said, if the president sold out the United States of America to make money for himself. Senator Grassley and I will seek the truth to ensure accountability for the American people. So here's the question with this. Why is that not the front page news? The only thing we can talk about right now is that there's a suspect at large apparently in Atlanta. While that's important, the only place that story is important is in Atlanta. Right now, I mean, look, does does anybody care in the city of Little Rock? I mean, unless you have family in Atlanta, I guess. But does this story, is this story currently relevant to anyone outside the city of Atlanta? And honestly, outside a specific area in Atlanta. I mean, all over the news, Fox News... CNN, this is about all we can talk about, right? There's a shooting in Atlanta. Okay, gotcha. It's an important story. But did anybody see that the president has been 
uh, implicated in a potential bribery scheme with a foreign national? Did anybody notice that that a a whistleblower from within the FBI said, "Hey, there's evidence and 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 uh, reports from the FBI that that implicate the president, who at the time was the vice president, in taking a bribe from a foreign national." I mean, it seems to me that that's maybe the bigger story here. Seems to me that that might be the more important discussion. Yet here we are, worried mostly about where this potential shooter or this alleged shooter in Atlanta is. Is he near Truist Park or Cumberland or Vinings? I mean, does, does anybody listening, do you know where any of these places are? I mean, is it is it really that big of a story? One person killed, four hospitalized. Tragedy, for sure. But nobody's talking about the fact that the president of the United States, the current sitting president, has been implicated in a bribery scheme with a foreign national and this the 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 oversight committee the US House of Representatives oversight committee has actually subpoenaed evidence to investigate that particular situation that should be the biggest story of the day we'll continue in a moment on KR this is the best of the Schmidt Show podcast. Don't miss First News with Toby Howell and Rebecca Davis. Weekday mornings at 6 on News Radio 1029 KARN. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, it was. Hey, it was fine. Because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. 